Welcome to another episode of Real Truth Real Quick. My name's Adam Tarno, joined as always by Todd. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. All right. So today's episode, topic we've talked about before, we've addressed it in the episode on is masturbation a sin? Mm-hmm. BDSM, does that have a role in Christian marriage? We've talked about addiction. So the question today is this, is if pornography doesn't hurt anyone, yeah. why is it a problem? Well, like most questions that are asked, you got to um, sometimes attack the premise because if it didn't hurt anybody, you might go, well, there's nothing wrong with it. The Bible tells us to do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit. And so if it's not hurt anybody, but I'm not being uh, part of the problem. The problem is in the premise of the question. It assumes that pornography doesn't hurt anyone, and it's just really, really naive. Um, before I get to who it will always hurt, uh, let's just acknowledge a few things that are happening um, in the issue of pornography. Um, pornography, you know, I think I've I heard a guy say one time that, hey, I've never seen a girl on a pornography film that didn't look like she was enjoying it. There's a reason, Adam, that Xanax and muscle relaxants and just drug abuse in general is prevalent uh, on uh, pornography shoots because the women that are involved in it uh, are not as filled with delight as it would be put off. In fact, there was a recent study done. We mentioned this in one of the other Real Truth Real Quicks about how many people think that pornography is real and that folks are really enjoying it. Um, I, I uh, will put a link to a message series I gave on pornography that talks about how uh, you know ex-porn stars just talk about no matter what I tried to communicate to you in that moment, I was not experiencing the pleasure that I tried to testify that I was. Some of them go home and take baths and bleach. Um, just go and read. It's not hard to find. Uh, the testimonies of ex-porn stars, even the ones that sometimes look in the camera and have YouTube posts that say, I love it, I enjoy it, leave me alone, I'm free. There's a reason, uh, uh, um, Jenna Jameson, I mean, she's a famous porn star, that once she became more powerful in the industry, she said, hey, I'm not doing these kind of scenes anymore. Scenes that if you went back and watched Jenna Jameson on, and I hope we don't, uh, she would have looked like she was really enjoying those scenes. Why would she stop them? Because all of a sudden she felt like she had the power to not do it. And I will just tell you that uh, that... Pornography is hurting people. I've got an entire study here specifically that just talks about uh, what's true of the abuse that happens to children. In fact, I want to read this one first. This is from Dr. Mary Ann Layden, who's the director of sexual trauma and psychopathology uh, at the University of Pennsylvania. And, um, and they asked her, why did you start to study specifically the links between violence to women or violence, sexual violence in general and, and pornography? She said, because about 10 years ago, it occurred to me that I had not treated one single case of sexual violence that didn't involve pornography. Even if there's nobody hurt in the production of pornography, what it does to people who consume it is uh, easily verifiable through scientific study. And then Adam, let me just lay this out on you because here's just uh, some facts. There's 116,000 searches for child pornography every day. And people who look at pornography, one of the things that we know in brain science is that in any level of addiction, when you, when you start to go to something for pleasure or for stimulation, um, once you go there once, you need to have a little bit more the next time you go back. It's why people are never satisfied. It's called the law of diminishing returns with, um, you know, who abuse drugs and need heavier and heavier types of drugs to give them the same response they got earlier, um, and they need more and more of the drugs they used previously, which is why people get into all kinds of strange fetishes and abusive forms of things. And so um, child porn today is a $3 billion industry. And I sure hope nobody watching this has ever make the case, okay, that, uh, that child pornography isn't hurting somebody. But let me just go someplace else. Even if you want to discount, and you shouldn't, 
what's happening to children and how looking at one kind of porn leads to other kinds of porn or what really is going on with women in the porn industry. Uh, it hurts you. Okay? Uh, it just doesn't bring life to you. I just want to read some scripture here. We're real truth real quick. And so we like to talk about the Bible's uh, conversation about something. This is talking about what happens when you give yourself away okay, to an adulterous woman or to a lustful thought in general. But this is Proverbs chapter 6, where uh, a wise father is admonishing his son, saying, hey, keep away from the evil woman, from the smooth tongue of the adulteress. Do not desire her beauty in your heart. When you're looking at porn, you are desiring clearly to be the person in the scene and to have that woman desire you. Nor let, your, let her capture you with her eyelids, for on account of a harlot, one is reduced to a loaf of bread. Again, I'm going to make the case that not all those gals in porn flakes are harlots. Some of them are being trafficked and abused. But when you give yourself away to something that appears life-giving but it's not, okay, it says it's not going to go well with you. An adulteress hunts for the precious life. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Or can a man walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? Let me just tell you, science will tell you this today, um, that watching pornography rewires the brain. And it trains your brain um, to desire and want things. This is, this is just one study that just looked recently at people who use porn. They're more depressed, anxious, stressed, socially um, unable to have normal relationships. They have altered sexual appetites. They have a poor quality of life. And their health and intimacy dysfunction skyrockets. So don't tell me porn doesn't have a victim. You're probably the greatest victim, okay? Uh, one more just comment here. Um, repeated exposure, again, Adam, to porn rewires the brain. It changes how men view sex and how they view women. And it doesn't make them value women more. It objectifies them. And like most things that aren't good, the weak suffer most. Children and then women suffer. And so... Um, there is no doubt that there are victims related to porn. Anytime something presents itself as life-giving that isn't the giver of life, God, it's going to hurt you. That's part of why the scripture says that sin is deceitful. It gives the illusion, okay, that uh, it will satisfy you when it doesn't. And it also gives you the illusion that you'll be able to control it. I'll be able to mitigate it. Hey, I'll start here and I won't end up looking at violent porn or I won't end up looking at child porn. Just like, you know, nobody starts off using drugs by saying, you know what, I'm going to be an addict. I want to steal and sell my body in order to feed my addiction. And yet it continues to happen. Why? Because there's a deceitfulness to sin that I won't be the guy that gets sucked up and dominated and destroyed by this. So just don't buy the lie. So it is, it is a problem because it absolutely is hurting lots of people, not just, the, not just those in the industry, but but the users themselves are the yeah. ones. Yeah, I, I would just encourage you. Folks really want to do some work in this. Josh McDowell, who's yeah. done a lot of work for a long time, he, he's got uh, an entire uh, study done. This is just the executive summary that, you know, we were together speaking at a conference recently, and, and he shared with me. But you can download the whole thing at josh.org slash epidemic. Uh, it's 1,750 pages of just documentation on the kind of stuff that we're talking about. I don't think anybody that's seriously minded will say, hey, there's really no victims. You can live under that lie and illusion if you want um, about what's uh, not happening to women and children in the industry and men in the industry. But 
I will tell you something. Uh, it's just going to be a, a short matter of time before you see that pornography has a victim and it's going to hurt you. It doesn't make you better. It's going to ruin your future relationships. It's going to ruin your ability even to have uh, normal sexual relationships with a woman. Um, around 2006, we started to see people show up who said, hey, I can't, any, I can't get excited anymore about being with a live woman because I've trained my brain to be, be excited about two-dimensional images. It's created a whole group of men who suffer from uh, erectile dysfunction because of pornography. And you think, are you kidding me? I thought pornography stimulated men. Yeah, it stimulates men and gets men addicted to not having genuine relationships and normal sexual intimacy, which is a gift from God. God doesn't want you to have to live in a fantasy world. He wants you to partake of a, a thriving, healthy relationship. Uh, my, my friend Chuck Swindoll said he thinks it's the biggest epidemic in the history of the church. Okay, and it's because pornography is just not a problem uh, out there. It's a problem in the church, right? The statistics about the number of men in the church that have looked at porn in the last 30 days are overwhelming. Um, and so, boy, there are plenty of victims out there, but first among them are women and children. Absolutely. Well, uh, if you find yourself, you stumbled upon this episode because you found yourself interested in pornography, or maybe you were looking for pornography and you found this, just know that down there in the show notes, Lots of great information. Be sure to check out some of the other episodes on what to do if you find yourself addicted and how you can overcome. And, and let us know. We want to help you. I mean, we have a ministry here called Regeneration, which deals with all kinds of things. We'd love for you and the church that you're at or a part of uh, to know about so that we can encourage you. And then check out the other episodes we've done on what do I do if I'm addicted to pornography. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next week.